the party of Ifron, Mick, Luca, Lyrian, Val, Reese, and Mossy. Their friend, tasked by the Wanderer to lead them to Threshold, encountered a strange man on the road claiming the same mission as Mossy. Unable to decide on who was telling the truth and who was lying, the group decided to simply set off again toward Threshold when Luca stabbed Mossy in the back. No, 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 no. We had not decided to set off again towards Threshold. (laughs) (laughs) I will admit, stabbing him in the back was wrong. However, put this in context. Ifran refused to continue until Mossy had stopped. Ifran refused to continue until Mossy had stopped, and then Luca stabbed him in the back. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Does a 25 hit? Yes. (laughs) Oh, wait. It was a sneak attack, so I actually get a reroll. I'm sorry. Oh, so why we'll, we'll you, stick with the twenty-five. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> you I thought I might. I, if I no, I rolled a seven. But if I, I a if I yeah, if I got a crit, then I'd be doing some uber damage right now. But as of such, I'm only doing uh, thirty damage. Holy bug! <laughs> Bye, Mossy. I just nice got another D six on my sneak attack, guys. It's really fun. So your rapier goes in rather effortlessly onto Mossy's back right side as you slide your blade clean through one of his kidneys kind of poke out a little out the other side and then whisk it out is he bleeding oh yeah mossy has suffered a major wound in mechanical luca. terms luca what is wrong with you we you said you would we wouldn't continue without him i did not mean not... to stab the man and Mossy is like gripping, he's dropped his axe and he's gripping both sides of his torso and he's just like, you, 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 you stabbed me. Luca then gestures to Lyrian and says, then heal him and we can be on our way. And Saren's freaking out. He's like, his hands are up at his face. He's like, you bloody stabbed him by fail. What in the gods is wrong with you? Yeah, Luca is already at this point, not even knowing where Threshold is, has gone gathered some of the equipment that he brought with him and is marching towards where he believes Threshold is based on, like, they had been walking in the direction. Well, so yeah. like, it's that way. Okay. <laughs> I will let you know that, you know, on the path to Efron's trust, regaining Efron's trust, that took you backwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's so, fair. Just Luca, though. As Luca is gathering this equipment before he travel, uh, heads out, he says, Luca, we will talk about this later. You hear Luca call over his shoulder. Talk will not save Amak. And he goes to see Tomasi. Okay. So jigging through your, your little knapsack there, you're able to whip out some bandages and try to stop the bleeding. But he seems to be bleeding pretty profusely. Do any of you know healing? Noticing that the blood isn't stopping, he casts cure wounds. Go for it. Seven. All right. As you touch Masi's wounds, you can kind of feel that your magic works into his body, stitching together the cuts on the inside, but still leaving quite a dire wound on him. Uh, And you take one point of strain. We must get him to a hospital. Come, help me carry him into threshold. Can you walk, Masi? I, I cannot. Okay. I need help. I will cast a uh, phantom steed <laughs> and summon my very ostentatious horse. How ostentatious? Um, it looks exactly like Val does as an Elvaret, so it's like s- slate gray 
and then the hair is highlighter yellow. Oh yeah, and with like hairy feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, terrifying! It actually has pants. Oh wait, that's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't pants. Phantom Seed, and I will help him get on it. Val, you're successfully able to help Mossy mount this steed. That uh, how does it make its appearance? Ooh, I. <laughs> that's a great question. Oh, you know what? I actually can't cast that because I don't have it prepared. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hang on. Is it a ritual? La, la, la. Yes, it is. I'll cast it as a ritual. So how much time will that take? 11 minutes. Let me do a roll here. Well, oh, no. Well, he's out by then. So. <laughs> Mossy will survive for 11 minutes. Thank goodness. Okay. Well, we can Look go fast the entire on the walk horse. Threshold. I think it, it just kind of appears in like a puff of glitter. <laughs> Okay, so in a puff of glitter, the steed appears with a mane of highlighter yellow. I'm going to ride ahead with him, hopefully find medical help, yes? Saren kind of looks, he kind of puts his hand on the steed and he's like, Look, even if you get to Threshold, they won't let you in, not with a dying man like that. And this horse, he, he looks at just like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> what is wrong with my horse? Have you seen a horse before? <laughs> yes they look like this wait okay because kin horses like breeds are almost twice as big as oh yeah horses. it's a big old horse yeah okay just making sure <laughs> so this is an I'm... enormous slate gray highlighter yellow haired steed <laughs> yeah i believe what Saren is trying to say is that while you may appear to be human your horse most certainly does not appear to be a horse that a human would possess. Well, what does a horse that a human would possess look like? It is much smaller, perhaps brown. <laughs> perhaps we can get on with this, please! Uh, Val will change the horse to look as Ifran described. <laughs> a bit smaller and perhaps brown. Yeah, much it's, smaller. it's vaguely brown. It's still a little big. It's perhaps brown. That's the shade name <laughs> of this horse's coat is perhaps brown. Efron's never seen a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I've traveled know. far and wide <laughs> and traded with many people. <laughs> but one of the most elusive creatures of this world is a horse. That's... Those things we fought outside Marehold, those were <laughs> horses. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Mossy kind of reaches up to Val. Have you mounted your steed? Oh, yeah. Okay. I helped him on. I'm on top of it. And he kind of reaches up to your shoulder. He's like, please make haste. The sooner we get to Threshold, the better. But we must not arrive before the rest of the group. Well, what is the point of having a horse? We can't go fast. All right. Let's go. Can we go faster? Yes. Yes. I can go as quick as you would like. And Saren's like, look, either way, I, I, I mean, he's right. We can't get there individually. The only way you're getting in is with me. And if he says with him, then with him. But look, we stick together or we're all dead either way. Well, we can't very well leave Marcy to die in the woods now, can we? No, of course not. He looks off, kind of squints to see where Luca is in the distance. Like, but the gods, why did he do that? I never meant to kill the man. I just said we can't have him with us. Let's go. And Saren starts trudging off kind of at a brisk pace. Efron follows him. I will also follow. As does Reese. Yep, Nick does too. Lyrian's with the group as well. Luca was just walking, right? 
because everyone else is running. Yes. I mean, Luca Slash was just walking. Trot. But I'll upon the, the approach of anyone near him, he is not receptive to outside contact currently. So even if people approach, he will maintain a certain distance. Okay, so as they start to catch up to you, you start to go faster. Yes. And pretty soon everybody's running. What is this, running. the seventh grade? <laughs> really, he's... <laughs> Luca won't let you show, let you know this, but he actually feels pretty terrible about stabbing that guy in the <laughs> Well, I'm glad he does. <laughs> As he should. At least he has some remorse for now. So everyone's running. And Val would know this. Efron would probably know this as well. At this rate, you'll probably get to threshold within an hour. It's a long time. Well, let's see if Masi can make it. Keep going. Can I send the Archbishop to scout ahead? Yes. Okay. How far can he go? Um, I think Owl's Fly 60. I'll double dash him. But isn't there a range for familiars? I can view... Well, I guess that depends on your... I can communicate with him up to a certain point. I don't know if you will continue to allow me to see and hear through him. Mm-hmm. That's up to you. I can communicate with him as long as he's in 100 feet of me. Um, I, I leave it up to you whether or not I can see and hear through him but i i will let my my phantom horse lead (laughs) and just go go blind and deaf and see through the archbishop so as your owl flies a good distance ahead and much higher than the rest of you you see a spattering of houses and farms start to appear along the sides of the road not too far in the distance but still a good ways off maybe good 10 minute walk or so 10 minute run And as they move toward Threshold, which is still slightly hidden behind hills, but you can see bits and pieces of the city, these scattered houses and farmsteads turn into shantytowns and slums outside the city proper that are not protected by any walls or whatnots. And there are, as far as you can tell, larger public houses where maybe one can procure special treatments. Great. I will report that back to the group. Is that like <laughs> medical treatments? Because that you made that sound like it was a brothel. <laughs> special treatments. <laughs> Val doesn't services. know. <laughs> special treatments. Mm. <laughs> That's just what the Archbishop sent back. We don't know what that means. <laughs> the Archbishop... <laughs> So it does take you, like I said, a good 10 or so, 15 minutes until you reach these more settled areas and where you start to see more and more people walking around, milling about, and they take notice of your group, which, of course, is running, plowing its way through these streets. But we look normal. But you look otherwise normal. (laughs) (laughs) you look normal. Was the special treatment medical treatment or was it a whorehouse? (laughs) No. It, It... it's like can't it be both it's <laughs> special <laughs> treatment it's like back alley doctors and apothecary type okay, work that's good enough for it's about. not yeah it's not like a hospital or a place where you would go for medical treatment it's like the guy's like hey i got some stuff and if you want a tooth pulled Jeez. <laughs> wow okay how's mossy looking um he's a bit paler I will take him to the nearest of those that the Archbishop spotted. The rump of your horse is just like matted with blood. Ooh, fun. So yeah, you approach one of these public houses and are able to hitch your horse with no problem. 
Everyone else catches up. Where's Luca? I guess because we have to ask. Luca has realized he's not hearing the thunder of a bunch of people and a horse charging after him. And he's like, I guess I probably shouldn't. I did stab that guy. So he stops, but does not approach. How long total have we been traveling? Since Mossy was stabbed? Yes. Since I summoned the horse. 30 minutes. Not shabby. We have 30 more minutes on the horse. (laughs) (laughs) And then it will disappear again. Dropping him on the floor. All right, so you've reached the public house. You've reached your horse. I I will help Mossy down and take him inside. He kind of groans as you do, and you see a spurt of blood come out of his wound as he removes his hand for a minute. It's like, please bring me inside. I do that. (laughs) How is Val handling this? Is he like cool as a cucumber, or is he like, oh my gosh, there's a bleeding man on my fake horse? On my fake horse? Um... (laughs) I believe you mean well, when you put phantom horse. <laughs> Phantoms, dude. Sorry. Um, I think if you were to, like, not, you wouldn't have to look that carefully at Val. He's keeping a very cool exterior, but is very clearly panicking underneath. Cool, cool. Yeah. That's kind of what I imagine. I just want to see if I'm, I'm getting a good feel for Val. Yeah. Okay. Um, Efron goes and also helps. Takes like, the other side. Yeah, takes the other side of Mossy. Cool. And helps bring him inside. I actually do not follow them. I go to Luca. And so you see Luca a good, good ways down the street. Good, like, good ways. Okay. Like kind of peering over the crowds like, what's going on over there? But just real quick, Lyrian, Reese, do you go inside? Do you stay outside? Lyrian's staying outside. Okay. You stay with the horse. And Reese? He's going to stay outside kind of by the door. All right. And then Mick, are you going toward Luca? Yes. I would like to go towards Luca. All right. You start making your way toward Luca. Is Luca staying still or coming toward the group? Luca is staying still, but he does not move farther away as he approaches. All right, so then inside the public house, because this is happening most currently, the three of you and Saren also accompanies you inside. So the four of you kind of come through these wide doors into this grand parlor. There's a lavish bar on one side. Eh, Lavish is too generous. There's a bar on one side and a spattering of tables sort of haphazardly throughout the room patrons, even in this sort of middling hour of the day, a seat and a drinkin', and there, there is no entertainment or anything like that, that sort going on. However, toward the back, you do see where a sort of you know, peculiar-looking man has set up a large case, like, you know, one of those that you open and all those different compartments come out, and it's got ten drawers that fold down, and He's kind of setting up a little banner that kind of goes across the top, and it just says Oddities by Dadad. I think that would be our best ETS. The bartender looks over, seeing, you know, Mossy's blanching face, and the two of you holding him as if he were injured, and Saren sweating profusely and freaking out behind you. (laughs) And he says... Oi, we won't have any of that bad in here. What are you doing? Well, hey, listen, mate. We need some help, all right? Look, look, look. You get this You get this bloody core out of here, or I won't have none of it. What? what get, how are you supposed to sell anything if you won't let anybody in, eh? All right, well, oh, bloody it. Listen here. Look, I got my bruises in back, and they're going to take you outside, you in this bleeding car, and your other bloody car right on the side of him, and they'll show him a rougher time if you don't get that stuff up before. Val's going to push forward towards the guy with the oddities thing. All right. (laughs) The bartender, who may sound like a large, gruff man, but is probably 90 pounds total. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The bartender, like, is obviously all talk. And he's just like, 
Oh, fine, whatever. Get out of him. Get out of here. That's what I thought. The bartender is the one that has the oddities, or there's no. a different dude that has the the, the dude in the back has the oddities. Okay. Uh, supposedly, Derrett, the peculiar-looking man. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. And gotcha. the other patrons, they're not, like, standing up and being like, oh, what's going on? But they're definitely looking over at you guys and like, oh, wow, that guy's bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> they're really well-adjusted. Like, they're really well-inebriated, if anything. Going all the way to Derrett. All right, and he turns around... And he's this emetic man, same as Masi and Ifran. A little short. He's definitely a bit plumper than the both of them, and he's got a twirly little mustache and a balding head. And as he looks at you with silvery eyes, he he lights up and then looks down at Masi, and his complexion just like drops. And he goes, "Oh my goodness, what is what is wrong with him? Please bring him here, please." I, I bring him over and set him down. I must help you, my good brother. What is your name? And Masi kind of just reaches up and he's like, I am Masi. And uh, who, who are you to him? He He's looking between Val and Efron. We happened across him as we were traveling to Threshold. I think he got stabbed in a kidney. <laughs> um, you think? <laughs> Efron is going to roll <laughs> Could you roll deception for me? That's actually not a lie. <laughs> we were traveling. Yeah, I was like, that's a good way to explain it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Got Noah bringing all the mechanics questions here. <laughs> he still gives you kind of like a little okay kind of look. Can you help him you. or not? I will try my best, my friend. Please, please, give me one moment. And he looks through his little... Uh, assembly here, and he's going through jars, and he's looking at different things. Ah, this would be perfect. And he takes a stick of what looks like cinnamon, but it's like slate gray, and he cracks it in half, and he starts rubbing it together into a little sort of like uh, mortar bowl thing. And then he unstoppers something and pours it in, and then he kind of swishes that around a bit, and then digs through some more jars, and one actually falls on the floor and breaks. It's like, oh, cheat. <laughs> and he takes a second one and he puts that in and he starts grinding it all up and he looks back at Moss and he's like, he's not looking very well. Yeah, we know. We brought him in here. And he works this this formula into a paste and he's like, please. And he kind of scoops out half of it and he hands it to Val and he's like, put that on the back of the wound. Okay. And he just, <laughs> it's like slowly drips off his head and then so when Val says okay, does he lose the accent for a second? He did. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> and then a new Derek points at Ifran. Push him onto his side. Ifran uh, does so. And he starts putting the paste around the wound and sort of then pushing it into the wound on the front of Masi. And he looks at Val and is like, do the same. Now. Val does, but is like <coughs> barely holding it together. Do you need to do a constitution saving throw? <laughs> Probably. Let's, let's do it. Let's go for it. Maybe Val will vomit. It'll be fun. Right into the wound. Oh, vomit yeah, that wasn't great. Vomit uh, in the corner. Eight. <laughs> I'm going to venture to say that Val gets sick. Okay. <laughs> you can choose where you get sick. <laughs> to the side. <laughs> I'm, he's smart enough not to vomit on Mossy. <laughs> I mean, the acid might kill some of the bacteria. It would also produce <laughs> some gut bacteria, so probably not great. Oh my gosh. Efron, being more used to wounds and seeing Val's very obvious discomfort, goes and kind of 
ushers Val aside and starts pushing the pace in himself. All right. At this moment, outside, Mick has reached Luca. You know, Mick has arrived within easy earshot. Luca just, you know, kind of gestures with his head toward the uh, building. Will he live? How am I supposed to know I wasn't there? <laughs> perhaps he will, perhaps he won't. <laughs> Luca, Luca, please, baby, baby, why did you do that? We need to go. We need to save the mock. We do, but you just put Masi's life in jeopardy. And ours, potentially. Did you see a solution? Did you see how long we sat there arguing over who we would follow? Two people being obstinately refusing to make any difference? Mossy had his chance to leave. Though, and you, you can tell Luca's filled with doubt. Yes, I understand. I understand your actions to, to an effect. But really, the result was much more treacherous than you intended. I understand. I don't want to dwell on this, but please, there must be some retribution or a way to re repay for this mistake. And Luca gazing off into the distance. You know what brought me to this place? Enlighten me. The Empire, where I lived, has no magic, has no healing. It's, it's a, a treacherous art. And I, very young, set up to learn this art. And I did many things, many important and good things. And it's incredible how the more you know how to heal, the more you know how to hurt. And I lost myself. And then I ran so far that I arrived here. I just wanted to be free. To be free not to hurt. And I can't avoid it. I sold a friend into slavery. I gave birth to an evil god. I stabbed a man, who is probably innocent. <sighs> it seems that I must hurt now. And so why hurt myself, causing this pain? If he lives, he lives, and he'll be stronger for it. And if he dies, his time has come. I can still save a mock, though. But we must hurry. And so now Luca is filled with a sort of resolve, but probably not righteous resolve. And actually, he begins to walk back toward the rest of the group. Okay. If it's any comfort to you, if Amok were here, he wouldn't give two craps in a basket about you stabbing. <laughs> so. Give me a minute about what Reese and Lyrian speak about as they're outside. Lyrian turns to Reese and he says, I'm worried about Luca. I fear his mind is unraveling. <laughs> Can you blame him? been through quite a lot. He has. I spoke to him earlier about some of these things, and while he was telling me the truth, I don't think he was telling me all of it. I don't think we'll ever really know everything that monster did to him. Although, to be honest, I was halfway to stabbing that mossy man myself. Didn't think I would actually bring myself to do it, but he beat me. Well, that's good. I don't think it's good to make enemies of people... We're not sure of their intentions. But let us be watchful of him. I agree. Back inside the public house. It's probably safe to say that Val has calmed himself a little bit. As much as he can. 
There is a good amount of blood, and at this point, the patrons who were closest to you have stood up and gathered in a rough semicircle around you. Derret is kind of looking frantically between Val, Saren, and Ephron, and he's like, this is not working. And he goes back to his big old case, and he takes another little vial, and he gives it a sniff. He's like, oh, that's the one. And then he force-feeds it to to Masi, who definitely starts to refuse it. Like, no, please, not! And pours it down his throat. And Masi just, like, his eyes roll back in his head and seems to fall unconscious. What was that? It was something to, to, to calm the nerves. Maybe a bit too much? And he kind of looks at it, like, squinting, and he's, like, trying to read the little numbers on the side. He's like, ah, yes, a bit too much. And he puts the Yo, stopper I'd back in. I'd say so. And he puts it back up, and he's like, um, uh, there must be more. There must be something... <sighs> There must be something I can do. Uh, what caused this wound? There's something on the inside. I cannot see it. It was a sword, mate. Oh, it's a very fine point. It was a rapier, to be specific. I fear this wound is beyond me. I'm sorry, I've... I have done what I can, but there is something going on on the inside that I cannot touch. I am but a simpler peddler of wares. I dabble in the healing arts, and if, yes, it had been a simple cut, then this, this poultice would have worked perfectly. But, unless you do not go inside the city proper, I fear this man will not last long. Can you get him to a point where we can get him in the city? I do not know. I'm sorry. And he refuses to make eye contact with any of you. Val looks at Efron. Very well. Then we will make our way to the city. Please, may we have the rest of that vial in case he wakes up on the way? You, uh, of course. That will be um, one silver ram. One silver ram for that small vial? I have no time for this. I will give you four bronze pegs for it and be done. Uh, six, and we'll call it a deal. Uh, five. Why not uh, five pegs and three caps? Very well. Five pegs and three caps. And it over. And he, Efron reaches into a little purse, ch- 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 counts out the money, and take it, you vulture. <laughs> Are we really doing this right now? This is, I I love, say, this is there's great. no really... time to debate. Like... <laughs> haggling You're is done. part of their culture, guys. Haggling is part of the culture. That was a quick haggle. <laughs> yeah, in, in real time, that was like six, five, four, four and a half. No, no, okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, take it, you vulture. <laughs> He, he hands you the vial and takes your money and gives a slight smile. He's like, best of luck with your friend. Yeah, and just turns just, around. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Little known fact, vulture is a term of endearment <laughs> to the Amer. It means that you got the better <laughs> side of the deal. And they're accepting defeat. Uh, yeah, Efron hands him the money, um, gives him a very facetious grin, and picks up Masi off the table. Well, come, we are leaving. Yeah, all right. Saren kind of pushes the crowd aside. He's like, move aside. We're coming through. Is Efron carrying Mossy on his own? Yeah, unless Val is helping him. Well, Val is going to hurry ahead if you're Okay, yeah, the, he's, he's got it. Okay, Val is hurrying outside to Lyrian, because Val saw Lyrian heal earlier. Okay. And um, speak very quietly in a little whisper. All right, so that man didn't really know what he was doing. I don't know. He just... I, I vomited. I'm sorry. But can you do that thing again that you did before? Reese, why don't you go ahead and give it a try? Very well. Where is he? Uh... Ifran is bringing him out. Saren bursts through the doors like, move aside! 
and if Fran follows him, he's got Mossy like just pretty much on his back, slumped over. Okay. And to Reese, who the last time he saw Mossy, it was just gushing with blood. How does the wound compare to what he last saw? There's a bit of leakage, but it seems to be mostly stopped. However, Mossy is definitely a shade paler than he was before. Okay. It seems to be stopped. What what else needs to be done? He said there was something internal that he could not fix. Interesting. And then, I'm assuming Mossy's still on Efron's back. Reese lays his hand directly over the wound, and you see some, like, small, almost diamond-like sparks flying down his wrist through his fingers and seep into the wound on Mossy's back. And that delivers 25 HP. It's basically back to all of it. And Mossy kind of takes in this... <gasps> he climbs down from Ifron and he starts wiping away this poultice and you just see this pretty nasty scar that's there, but he's feeling his front and his back. is like, By Sereth above, you've... You have saved me. Are you better now? I, I, I cannot explain it, but you... And he looks at Reese, he's like, you have, you have saved me. Do not dwell on it. At this point, Luca and Mick have rejoined the group. And we all just stare at Luca. Yep. Yeah, Luca stares at Masi, and he says, it seems that you have survived. Shall we continue? And he once again heads towards Threshold. Mossy's jaw kind of drops, to be honest. He's just, like, in shock at this reaction. He doesn't understand. Upon this very curt response to Mossy, followed by him turning away again, Reese turns towards Mossy and just quietly says to him, You may join us if you wish, but you know that he still harbors strong feelings against you. We do not share this, but I would suggest we go on your separate way. In light of what I see coming our way, that is probably the best idea. Anna ways down the street, in the direction that Luca is traveling, you see a procession of sorts. Does it look like a religious procession? <clears throat> oh, does it? Imagine, like, a religious procession, like, monks, like, medieval monks mixed with Roman infantry formations and banners. And you see that the people in these this main thoroughfare are just bolting to the sides of the street or away. Not like in a panicked fashion, like they have something to hide, but definitely like, well, I don't want to be anywhere near these people. Let's nonchalantly, but very, 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 very quickly get the heck out of here. And as they're working their way down this procession, which has about 20 or so individuals in purple and black robes with breastplates of shining steel, pauldrons, and then helmets upon their heads. The one in front does not wear a helmet or the steel adornments, but his robes are a bit more lavish in their designs with different floral patterns across his breast and stomach in light inlays of silver and gold, contrasting this purple and black. He has oiled black hair slicked back on his head that sort of complements his gaunt face, his deep-set dark eyes staring intently 
at your group as he approaches. He's about 100 feet away. Does Efron recognize them as magisters? 100% or? yes. Okay. The banners gave it away immediately. Okay. Val yeah. is 100% hiding behind his horse. <laughs> um, Efron is ushering Masi to a side alley. And like he's hiding. Luca turns to the group and he just says, you know, he, he started walking away, saw procession, turns around and says, we might need to hide. Lyrian looks at Saren and says, you said you had a way past these people? I have met that one before, yes. And I would very much not like to be reacquainted. If you wish to live, follow me now. Mick follows. Which direction does he go? Away for ten feet around the back of the public house that you just came out of. Luca will follow. Is that the same direction that Efron and Mossy went? Is it? Uh, No. Okay, so Efron and Masi have gone down a different... We've gone down a different path. Okay, and you're already lost in the crowd. Yeah. Like, to be honest, that's how this is playing out. Then Reese kind of glances around for a split second. He can't see Efron or Masi, and he motions like he's ready to follow Saren. Okay. And Mick and Luca and Lyrian follow. Is Val staying by his horse, or is he going after... No, Val will follow and lead the horse away as well. Okay. That perhaps brown horse is very subtle. So everyone who followed Saren, you kind of work your way behind this public house, down a little back alley into where there's a little cross section of alleys or so, and Saren leads you down another one, and it's pretty plain to see that he's just running and gunning at this point. He has no idea where he's going. He's just getting as far away from this procession as possible in as complicated a route as possible. And as you come to sort of a back lot area behind different apartments of such, he, he finally stops for a breath and he says, Let's see, we've got what do we have here. Okay, we've got Val, Lyrian, Reese, Luca. Where, where, where's Efron? Where did Efron go? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? We lost another one? He shuffled off with Masi and. <laughs> I I looked for him, I did, but I could not find him. Gods, damn it all. This is bad. I I don't know how to put this in perspective, but, well, whatever you did, he looks at Reese, to that man, someone felt it. And for a response to be that quick, they must have already been close, which means they may have already been looking for us. Those were magisters. Those weren't any magisters. Those were magisters of the Twelfth Rose. Led by none other than one they call Morden. <laughs>